is the place where your dreams come true. It is Brian's world. So People tend to think of agreeableness as a virtue, which is a complete, it's completely idiotic to think that because every virtue has its vice. But agreeable people are sympathetic and empathetic and compassionate and polite, and those all sound like good things. But anyways, the problem with being agreeable is that people take advantage of you, and then you get resentful. Resentment uh, is bitter indignation at having been treated unfairly, as obviously you can tell just reading that. <laughs> That's coming from uh, from Google. But that is the definition of resentment. Now, for me, um, it is something that I have been feeling for a long time, something I've been dealing with for, I mean, had to be, you know, since 2005. I was like 15 years old, so up to about 15 years now. <laughs> something I've been feeling and just haven't been able to put my finger on it. And uh, that's resentment. That's resentment. It's just a, a, a one of those things that you feel like in your gut, like something you feel next to like intuition that you can't necessarily like explain it, but you can feel it. And it's something that's, that has um, robbed me of, of moments with loved ones. It's something that has uh, uh, claimed the uh, the relationships in general that I, that I have uh, come and gone, or that have come and gone within my life, friendships that have come and gone within my life, and um, you know, it 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 is something that has left its mark on me, and it's something that personally I'm trying to work through, you know, um, and you know, I was just laying here on uh, the sofa here in the studio the other night, and I was just thinking like. Um, I'm, I'm really trying to get to understand resentment because and we're going to get into this. But now that I understand resentment, I'm able to use it as a North Star. And, you know, I was laying here on the couch and I was just thinking um, that resentment has plagued my life as a result of miscommunication. Resentment has uh, or is the result of miscommunication in and of itself and just personally within my life, you know, Um but it also has been a bit of a um, indicator that I'm growing and, and I'm understanding myself. While I'm understanding myself, I'm becoming more susceptible to things that I don't agree with, things that that p people that I don't necessarily feel comfortable around, things that people do to me that may have been okay for years in the past. Um, I'm not okay with it anymore. And beyond that, I'm recognizing that I'm not okay with it. I'm recognizing it's okay to, you know, demand respect for yourself. It's okay to draw the line, if you will. But when people habitually cross that line and do things, disrespectful things, things that have me kind of sit back and say, wow, I can't believe that such and such did that to me. Or I wouldn't do, you know, what they just did to me. I wouldn't do that to anybody else. Like to sit back and see that and take that in. What that causes is, is or caused in me is this feeling of resentment, now that I'm able to put a label on it, a feeling of resentment that when I'm around that person, it's weird. Some, something's weird. It's harder to, to talk. Sometimes you don't talk. Um, 
You know, it's harder to re- relate in general. Some of the things that used to be funny ain't necessarily funny no more when you're around and it's like just that elephant in the room. Resentment is that elephant in the room, you know. Um, and instead of me communicating how X, Y, and Z, whatever was done, um, how it bothered me, I would bury it. I would bury it within me. I would, I would say, okay, this bothered me, but I'm just, it'll be over. And that's another thing. That's another problem I had. And But we'll get to that later. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just, it bothered me, but it's okay. I'm moving on type thing. It, it, it's kind of how I would do that. But see, moving on, it just creates, not only does it create a bad pattern of people disrespecting you or us, um, but it also creates this resentment, this feeling, this just, this great, like just, you just upset and you can't really put your finger on it, you know? So, um, I've been following a uh, uh, instructor, a doctor out of out of Canada, and his name is Jordan Peterson. He's like I just everything he says I tap into. Like I fi- I feel like if he was black, I would you know I would say we might be related. Like that's the things that he says, how he moves, even like down to his like just mannerisms, just how he talks to his students and how he talks to the camera, and, and that's 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 me. That's the, I I move like that. You know what I mean? And um, Dr. Jordan Peterson is somebody that I'm sure that like when you heard the voice bringing the episode, I'm sure like you've heard it before. You know what I mean? Um, and he actually talked about resentment and and he spoke about um, kind of the uh, i don't want to say unwritten rules but kind of some some of the the, the the rhetoric that surrounds resentment that doesn't get talked about enough he kind of brought that up and and, and uh kind of talks about how um the, the different roles that resentment plays in our lives and then he talks about the things that causes the resentment and how at the root of the resentment is really a need for me in this particular case, um, if this is something to relate to, then you can substitute me for you. <laughs> but the need for us, there we go, the need for us to um, become more enamored with the idea of standing our ground, become more enamored with the idea of demanding respect from those around us, become more enamored with the idea of not necessarily just being super agreeable. Really, you know, and he brought this up as I was studying for this episode. He brought this up in one of his pieces about how, you know, it from the surface, it seems like being agreeable and being, you know, just passive and everything is cool. All of that. He, he brought up how on the surface, it seems good. But really, in actuality, the world and great things are built from those people who are less agreeable and ask more questions and confidently stand their ground on the things that they believe or the knowledge that they have. It it, it single-handedly took out the, um, uh, I guess the nefarious, no, let's, let's not even try to do big words. It single-handedly took out um, the evilness of, of uh, not being agreeable. Well, you know, you might be someone who's modest and careful and never causes any conflict. And then we might say, well, you're a well-socialized person. But Jung's point would be, yeah, but you got no power. You've got no power. And so people are just going to roll right over you. So you better dive into that morass of sexuality and aggression and pull out those powers and integrate them into your psyche so that you can use them consciously. Because without that, you're harmless. But you know, I don't think that's a very good ambition. You know, what do you want to be when you're 30? Well, I want to be harmless. It's like, you know, really, that's what you want to be? It's like, you might as well not even be if that's your goal. Being harmless, for me personally, was a, 
it is something that I actually aspired to be. And I am so disgusted at me saying that. I'm so kind of let down at the fact that that is my past. But no matter how disgusted I am, that's my reality. That's kind of who I was. Now for me, I'm not gonna say I blame it on the church, (laughs) but for me, my hyper-religious aspirations at such a young age made me kind of feel like the world around me, I had to nec- I had to agree with it. It made me feel like I have to be as non-confrontational as possible. It made me feel like I had to turn the other cheek at every intersection of my life. But see, I would turn the other cheek you know, I would agree with people. I would live my life, um, you know, in, in agreement with everybody. But inside, it would create a storm. Because something inside of me was like, nah, bro. Like, you know that ain't right. <laughs> you know that ain't you. You know that ain't how it's supposed to be. You know you ain't supposed to take that from them. You know you got to stand your ground. You know, blah, 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 blah. Like, it would be a storm that would rage inside of me that I would never release. That storm, according to Dr. Peterson, is the resentment. And it's like the domino effect of being that nice guy, the domino effect of just trying to do good, quote unquote, the domino effect of like uh, just being super agreeable and not wanting to be um, confrontational, if you will. That domino effect, it just it created room in me to be resentful of everything. And, you know, it will make it so that, you know, the next time I saw somebody who did something like that, you know, I just I would shut down. I wouldn't talk to him. I wouldn't like. Um, you know, just, something would be different about our relationship. And one is actually, wow, I'm just thinking about this. Um, actually, Rick used to say it all the time, you know, about um, how I could be passive aggressive sometimes. And I think that's the exact same thing. I think that is that is a stem of resentment. And, and it creates that passive aggressiveness, if you will. And for me, I'm that that's why I'm leaning on the crux of resentment, if you will, to try to learn how to get that out of my system. Okay. I'm sure there's a whole pile of you in here that are agreeable and resentful. You know, I'm sure you know who you are. And one of the things I would mention, and you should think about this because it'll help you a lot if you do it, is that resentment is your best friend. If something makes you resentful, do not do it. Dr. Peterson brings up a great point about how resentment can be, can be your best friend. Because now, um, those moments where I have to suppress myself. Now, Now, here's the thing. Certain people who I love, 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 love. Um, it's going to be hard for me to work through all of this, you know. But those moments where I have to suppress myself, where I have to like suppress my anger, I have to suppress my desire to want to speak up for myself, or like have to suppress my my, my thoughts or my opinions. Those moments, I use those now, or, I, or I'm seeking to use those now as an alarm to say, you know, like Dr. Peterson said. Stay away from that. It's the reason that these moments and these, and these things lead you to feel this resentment because don't do it. Don't be around those people. Don't, you know, don't allow, um, don't allow it to continue to plague uh, your life, if you will. If, if, if you know it's going to cause that feeling of resentment. It's lit, like he says, it could be your best friend. It literally is an indicator of who you really are. Instead of resenting, 
um, people for things that they do and choosing to stick around. I just don't stick. I just won't stick around. I just won't be around for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like instead of resenting that, like you can't change everything. And that's the problem with me. I'll be trying to control a lot of stuff. And I know a lot of people will, especially in my generation. I know you, I know you agree with this because we are a generation of control. We grew up like that, you know? Um, but instead of forcing myself to be okay with things that I'm not okay with, which causes the resentment, instead of forcing myself to do that, it's just best to just remove ourselves. That's it. It's best to curate a life around us, as my therapist would say, which, you know, where we are at the center and we build the life around us, you know? Granted, there are some things that you can't change. There are some things you can't control. But it's all about building what we can build around us as best as we can to fit our needs. We, us, we are in the middle. And see, that's the problem with me. You see, growing up as like a, a, a kid minister and <laughs> and like a super Jesus freak type thing, you know, it kind of made me feel like, you know, I, you, you got to be humble at all times. Like, no, no, no. It kind of made me feel like, who am I to build a world around me? But there is no evil doing in building that world around yourself. There is absolutely nothing wrong with taking care of your star player, as Cat Williams would say. As a matter of fact, when you don't do that, you curate a life of resentment and you have a bunch of people sitting at your table that you don't want to open your mouth to talk to. It's 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 weird. It's, it's very weird. It's, what makes it weird is that I'm 30 years old and I'm these these are the things that I'm starting to notice now. <laughs> That's what makes it weird. But if you really sit back and stop and think, regardless of your age, right? What are the parallels between those people that just get under your skin sometimes? For me, when I look at that, it's resentment. Some of my best relationships in my life right now are those who understand everything about me. And when I say understand, it's a... This is where BJ is. This is what BJ is dealing with. This is how BJ is dealing with it. And I'm here for him. It's not a trying to be changed. And I mean, not, not, not a trying to change me or my situations. It's not a trying to argue with me <laughs> about those situations. It's a love, love. I understand you, you understand me. And in that understanding, it's like they don't, certain things don't even get brought up. Certain things don't even get asked. Like certain things are just like, okay, bet. We both have an understanding of, you know, each other. So it's no need in asking about whether we can do this or not. Because I know that if I want to do that, I might have to go, I might, I might not be able to go with BJ. Like for example, why not? Yeah, I can't swim. I mentioned that before. So if somebody asked me to go to the swimming pool to go take a swim, you know, <laughs> like what good does that do? You know, ask your friend that knows how to swim. Like, I'm sure they will be able to go. Don't, don't, don't even ask me. 
You know what I mean? Or if I go to the pool with you, don't, you know, try to bring me in and guilt me into being in the water and jumping in the water and all of that. And like, it's just, that's just a weird example. Like my mind is kind of all over the place. It's been a very long uh, day on the radio today. I had a lot of stuff going on. (laughs) But um, because of that mutual understanding between me and those that I can honestly say that this juncture of my life are literally my closest friends. Uh, A, I got you, you got me. A, I know how to speak your love language and I know that you know how to speak mine. I know what we have in common and what we don't have in common. There's nothing wrong with curating those relationships like that in our life. If you don't do it, it resentment is the result of that. And the person who loses in that battle of resentment or with that you know the person who loses out on resentment or whatever is the person who resents the other person because nine times out of ten the other person don't care <laughs> that's the, that's why we're here because they don't care but <sighs> what makes me the most uncomfortable is having to ask myself am I justified in feeling this way having to ask myself am I justified in wanting to be and Dr. Peterson talked about this a little bit too um, am I justified in wanting to be understood in this particular situation am I justified for you know wanting a certain level of respect when I deal with certain people am I justified that's the headache for me because, you know, asking that question for so long, it just rips away at your, not just your self-awareness, but also your self-consciousness and just, it, 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 yeah. So that's the hardest part for me personally. Feeling like you're getting taken advantage of and then, you know, kind of feeling like you also don't know if you have to quote unquote deal with it. And then you got to deal with the resentment when you're around them. And then for me, it creates anxiety because I'm trying to figure out why when I'm around you, it ain't like it used to be. Why why are we not clicking like that? Something's off, something's different. And that's, you know what? I, you can trick a lot of things. We can trick a lot of things in our body, but I don't think we can trick the soul. I just, I just don't think so. And... This ain't scientific. Dr. Peterson gave you science. Like, I'm going to give you a, I'm going to just, you know, this is just a personal feeling that the soul sounds an alarm through resentment. That's just how I feel. Just like Dr. Peterson said, it could be your best friend. It can also be your North Star to kind of show you what to stay away from. And that's it. Who to stay away from. Or not even who to stay away from, but just who to kind of back off of a little bit. And, uh, you know, people may change. I, you know, people, things things are different. You know, people change. But if you're going to spend time resenting people, man, like, if, if you know, if that's 98% of your relationship, yo, 
Whenever you're around someone, whenever you're around that person, y'all are never going to connect. It's always going to be something off. It's always going to be something different. And at the base of that misunderstanding is resentment. And at the base of that resentment is miscommunication. Somewhere along the line, something just wasn't communicated about who you are. You know, in my particular, in my case in particular, I never made it a habit to speak up for myself like I should have. So the uh, remnants of that mistake are now echoing and dropping into my life currently. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm cleaning it up, obviously. But I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it was for you. I, I don't know what it was for you. For me, that's what it was. But maybe it was a miscommunication about, you know, money, or maybe it's a miscommunication about whatever. With, with some, somebody did something that you felt like you needed to speak up about, and you didn't speak up about it, and now you resent them when you're around them. That's an indicator of one, they were wrong. Two, they might not be the best person to be around you if they don't understand that. It's almost like the opposite of resentment is like mutual respect. To me, you know. Like I don't I don't like to feel like people are bill collectors. You know how bill collectors feel? You know, I mean, you know how it feels when you see like a bill collector calling you? I just, I just don't I don't like that feeling, man. But part of it is, you know, a good portion of it is my fault because I've let a lot of things ride in my life, yo. I let a lot of things go. Let this be a reminder of how important it is to speak up for yourself because without it, resentment is just going to bubble and it's going to rip the entire relationship apart. Now, if you speak up for yourself and people don't respond to that or people don't respect that, then, you know, goodbye. That just is what it is. But if, if we don't speak up for ourselves and we end up resenting people, man, we're just allowing all types of relationships to end around us. Some of them good, some of them good. It's funny, the last note I have, now that I'm reading my notes, a delayed reaction to, uh, you know, the resentment ruins relationships and friendships silently. And then years pass. You know, I, it's like I, I got I got stories, man. That, and, and, you know, let me be honest about it as I wipe the sweat, sweat away from my semi-bald head. <laughs> you know, I wish I can give details, man. Like when I wrote this episode up, I don't think I realized that I can't go into detail with particular stories in this. Like usually I can I can give you sometimes I give you names, <laughs> you know? Usually I can do that. But I can't do that today. Because it's a lot of um situations and people and things that I really hold very close to me. Very close to me. And I think that's what makes it tougher, you know, when it's when it's like <laughs> when it's people who are who got you? Who who are the, who are closest to you? You know, I I can't go. I can, just can't go into detail with it. But I can say this though. You know, um, if you got good people in your life that you know you appreciate, make sure they know that you appreciate them. You know, I literally, um, you know, will will hit up somebody. You know, and just let them know, like, hey, you know, I, man, I appreciate you for understanding me. And if you love somebody, understand them. You know the difference between habitual disrespect and, 
you know, somebody who just needs to know that they can't do that to you. But that's what makes it difficult. What makes this episode difficult is that I can't go all the way into detail. The only thing I could tell you is that, you know, what I've learned about resentment is that it is um, literally the base of a lot of failed relationships, of a lot of missed phone calls, you know, of a lot of like the lack of even placing phone calls. Like resentment is at the base of all of that, man. And it's something that really honestly could be, it could be, you know, fixed through communication, through two-sided communication. Not just, not just me telling you what's wrong or you telling me what's wrong, but two people having a conversation about what's wrong, how to fix it, and if they want to fix it. And I'm just starting to see that resentment is a very, has played a very big part in my life. And I'm really glad that I actually studied up um, for this episode because it opened my eyes to um, a lot of things. So um, dig this, man. Get out of that habit of wanting to be harmless. Okay. Get out of the habit of wanting to be harmless. If you're like me, you've grown to be non-confrontational. You've grown to be quote-unquote drama-free. Like I love, and I used to say that all the time. I say it on Twitter, like I want to be drama-free, but really I'm just like I don't want no issues with nobody because I don't want to rock the boat. But see, now I'm coming to an era where I'm cool with rocking the boat. Now you can rock the boat, just don't sink the ship. You tripping if you think you're gonna get somewhere, <laughs> and it's going the water's gonna be perfect the whole time. It's not. That boat is going to rock, my G. Period. I don't. I don't want to be harmless anymore. I don't. I don't want to do that. Like, yeah, this is not. No, I want. I want to. I don't want to be harmful. Like, don't get it twisted. But I do want you to know that you're gonna to have to come correct. You see, and there's nothing wrong with that. I say it all the time. Look at Jesus. He he was waving his rights. For the atheist, I don't have anything else. I don't have a. Anything to relate to that. I mean, you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, another thing that I've learned is that, you know, we got to stop looking at resentment as a bad thing. You know, obviously, this is my tips and my takes from today's episode. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, stop looking at resentment as a bad thing. Like, like, like I mentioned, I've looked at it as a alarm. Like Dr. Peterson says, he looks at it as uh, your best friend. I look at it as an indicator that kind of says that, look, this is not you. That's my, so I look at it as my soul saying, look, no, this ain't your thing, G. Straight up. The reason why you're resenting X, Y, and Z when you're around these people is because it's not your thing. Some, somewhere along these lines, you forced yourself into this situation. Listen to me. That's my soul talking. Listen to me. Follow me. Allow me to be that North Star. You resent these people in these situations because it's not what you're supposed to be. Really stopping, you know, just just think about it. Think think about think about the last time you was with that person that you couldn't find the words to talk to. Think about that last time that you was with somebody that you really, you know, you got a good relationship or you've had one, but maybe you, you didn't have the words in the moment. Like think about how awkward it was the last time you was with somebody that you knew for real, for real. And how you were trying to figure out why was it so awkward? Why was it so much uh, small talk? Why was it so 
Like, why was the room suffocating? Like, why was there no air in the room when you were with somebody that you know and have known for a while? And you've been trying to put your finger on it. But it's resentment. Something that they did, something that happened between y'all, you didn't agree with. Or maybe you did, but your soul didn't. And that resentment, like I said, is acting as an alarm, acting as some sort of indicator saying that this ain't us. Everything's not going to go our way. It's, it's just not. But you will respect me. And you will, you will respect my situations. And you will respect, you know, the, the things I can and can't do. And you will respect my journey as well. That little map right there, that little plan right there, that that's that's a resentment-free plan. <laughs> you know? Now, some situations you just it, it's just gonna happen. Like it might be a coworker who you had to scratch their back real quick. And, you know, now when you're around them, it's you know, it, it does feel a little weird, you know, because maybe they've been talking about you or maybe you know, they just not your cup of tea and all of that. So you're going to feel some type of resentment for, you know, some things that you for some people that you're kind of forced to deal with family members included, you know, that kind of thing. I don't think that ever ends, you know, but even still, you can use that as an indicator to just kind of say that, you, you know, you limit your time on a court with them. <laughs> just is what it is. You got to do what you got to do. But resentment in and of itself studying this word, understanding this word, finally able to define this word and finally able to find it in my life that you know like like it was it was already here it was just hidden finally able to put my finger on it and and, and tie it into my life and kind of figure it all out has been a blessing for the atheists I don't, I don't know what else to say instead of a blessing i guess it's been just beneficial i guess um but yeah the crux of resentment you know i urge you to to look up uh, dr jordan peterson on youtube just type dr jordan peterson resentment and you're going to see a couple of videos that pop up. You're going to see one where he was with Dr. Oz, too. Um, just find the one where he was actually in his classroom talking about resentment. And you're going to see exactly, um, exactly what I'm saying. But take some time to sit back and really analyze those relationships. Like I said, those moments where the air was just sucked out of the room between you and, and whoever else. And really stop to think like, do I resent them for something in particular? Did something happen between us? What do they do that I don't agree with? What am I forcing myself to deal with to be around them? And I guarantee it'll uncover um, something. And that is the crux of resentment. Those are my tips. Here's some tips from uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson before we get up out of here. If something makes you resentful, there's only two possibilities. One is that you're sniveling and immature and you won't adopt your responsibilities and you're whining about it. The other is that you're being pushed around and people are attempting to enslave you. So you want to eliminate the first possibility, right? You got to think, well, am I just being immature and whining about this? Is it something that people are reasonably demanding of me? And if you think that through and maybe you talk to some people about it and you think, no, no, this isn't reasonable, then the resentment is telling you, act. Because otherwise, that's what you'll be. You'll end up 
15 years, especially if you're married or something like that, with 8,000 things you're resentful about, and then you know, you'll be in some kind of painful divorce that lasts for 10 years. So better to nip it in the bud. If someone is after you to do something, and you don't feel like you're getting proper regard or proper response or you don't think it's fair, it's like have some courage and get a hold of your anger and use it. Doesn't mean you're right, but at least it means you can push the person hard enough so they have to engage in a dialogue with you. And you know, this is these are necessary skills. Like if you cannot do this, you have to be able to say no to negotiate. You have to be able to say no. So you always want to put yourself in a position where you can do that. That's part of being, that's part of power. And the other thing is, do not let people push you around. Because you'll get pushed right into a corner and you'll end up as a slave. And that's, because there's tyranny, slavery, or negotiation. That's what you've got. All right, coming up on the show this uh, this upcoming week, first of all, uh, I've been studying sacrifices too. I've been studying sacrifices. Um, and uh, I've kind of found a way how sacrifices actually build a beautiful tomorrow for us. And I'll tell you how I'm applying that to my life. That's coming up this week. Also, I want to talk about why I deleted Instagram finally. I get up out of there. Uh, that's coming up this week too. Um, and then I got Kid Blue, an Australian artist uh, who has a um, single with Wi-Fi's funeral um, out right now. So I got him coming on the show to have a conversation about you know how it is to be a creative during the pandemic and and how you know. Uh, how to kind of break that dark cloud that is kind of sitting over top of us how to break through that or even not even break through it but how to put it into art so um, got a good conversation coming up with him as well that is going to be on Thursday the other two episodes they just going to pop up this week I ain't got no specific day for it but um, yeah don't forget you can hit me up on Twitter at Brian James Live you can also send any questions or anything that you got to uh, Brian's World Show at gmail.com but remember 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 what we talked about today in terms of the crux of resentment and really stop to think about um, the situations and the people around you that you may resent um, really analyze and see that it is resentment and then understand that something has to change from there understand you can't be passive anymore you gotta speak up it's for your own good it's about to be a hell of a night Yo, it's Tyo. I'm Melissa Carr. Oh! This is Ray Shrimmer. It's Brian's World Live.